0: You were like, he's gay, and he gave me a compliment. I'm in. Married? You like literally spread Married. your cheeks.
1: <laughs> I put a ring on it. Yeah. And I don't be my finger. <laughs> and so... <laughs> Two trashy answers from Pittsburgh, PA. Now in New York City, and they met one day. He's a homo, she's a divorcee. It's glitter, and be gay. Well, I was... concerned. <laughs> I was concerned, Amy. Do you want to know why? Why? I was wondering, will New York City ever come back from this pandemic?
0: I mean, this is like first world problems right first here. First world
1: problems. I was like, will it come back? But you know what? I had a glimmer of hope the other day on my way to work.
0: Really? What happened? Yeah, I was Do, tell. Do this, tell. I was
1: walking down 8th Avenue outside the Wendy's I used to live across
0: from. Fat Boy Boulevard. Fat
1: Boy Boulevard. And um, a homeless man asked me for change, you know. And you know, I'm Ooh. not Obama. I'm not her uh, offering change. <laughs> Um, and I said, I'm sorry, sorry, I don't have any. I did. Um, and he goes, okay, okay. Hey, you got a nice ass. <gasps> I know. And you know what, Amy? At first, I was like, you know, wow, that's inappropriate. But then I was like, I can still catch a D. I mean. I mean, it might be ridden with diseases. <laughs> but, but it wouldn't be the worst one I had. <laughs> but then, you know, got me thinking. I was like, what if I, like, you know, had sex with a homeless man? Like, does that It wouldn't bottom? be the worst you've had. Honestly. <laughs> honestly. I mean, I, I feel like I fucked corpses in my past. Um, but then I was, like, I was like, I don't know if I want to eat his ass, you know? But you what, know,
0: if, what if you died <laughs> eating what, someone's ass? If
1: I died eating someone's ass, if they sat on my face and I suffocated and I died there, what would you, Amy Cannon, tell my mother?
0: That you died doing what you loved. <laughs> <laughs> I mean you
1: are what you eat.
0: Absolutely. Uh, Guys, Guys We're back. Glitter and Be Gay is back.
1: We are back. We are here. We are still queer.
0: We are still so very queer. It and is, it's our second season. So I hope you're ready for some serious debauchery. Just, you guys,
1: I do want to remind everyone. Oh, first of all, hi. Hi, hi everybody. Friends. It's been so long. Amy and I have already had a drink and we are <laughs> wasted.
0: And uh, not just a drink. I have to say the pan... Casual stroke. The pandemic has seriously made us up our alcohol game. I went from wine to spike seltzers to margaritas to maker's mark whiskey and that is Welcome. where we have landed. Welcome
1: to Bourbon Street. Yeah, it is the yeah. best street.
0: We are each sitting here on our second Old Fashioned, and not these drinks don't even have ice cubes in them. They have the whiskey like whiskey rocks, the whiskey rocks. Yeah, we are hardcore. This season today. two, we are stepping two. the shit up. That is Production right. Value. Up. That is right. We're not going to apologize for every little thing that we do. Just some things that we do.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I'm not going to apologize. Also, I just want to remind everyone that. This podcast, if you're a new f- listener... Which, oh, which
0: we hope well, you are. Which we
1: hope you are, um, <laughs> is incredibly fucking inappropriate for anything. If your kids are in the car, you're a terrible parent.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, I'm just going to put that out there. Um, <laughs> if you're in the car laughing, this awesome. But we are not apologizing this year. We're going... Apologizing oh this year. Oh, my God. We are going twice as hard. Mm. And then we're going <laughs> to... <make, laughs> we are going to go in. Mm, mm. We're going to go in and we're going to fuck the shit out of this season. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Also, just for the record, Robbie and I may be script writers by trade. But nothing about this podcast is scripted when we want to keep it that way because we feel like that's what keeps it completely authentic and you really get to see our personalities and the the way that our friendship kind of works and how we kind of bounce back and forth. We have scripted none of this. We do write down the topics that we want to cover, but we don't write down anything else. So yeah. all of this is literally coming from the depths of our soul. And we, and we write it soul. down
1: last minute because if, you're, if you give me the time...
0: I'm, I'm just not, not gonna, gonna use it. it yeah i'm sorry but we roll last minute that's when we do our best work
1: we were working today on scripts and we're sitting in our office and amy goes I just out of nowhere it's dead quiet in the office which is so rare for us which means neither of us is doing what we're supposed to be doing it's quiet and she and i just hear her say oh my god i have a script to write why am i on pinterest and i looked up and i was like oh my god it's going through instagram <laughs> Just getting nowhere.
0: I'm just like a squirrel. I'm always like my I like attention span is yeah. all over the and place. And I'm just
1: trying so. to get that nut.
0: I'm just trying to get a nut. Just, just move to your
1: butt. To the dance full. Yo, what's up? Um. So, anyway, Amy and I, we haven't talked to you guys in so long. We have so much to catch up on. So these first three episodes, um, are three part trilogy. I would say it's up there with Star Wars. It's, oh.
0: One thousand percent. I'm would, sorry. Would, move over, George Lucas. Yeah, and, move over. Industrial yeah. Light and
1: Magic has bye done bye. my face. Bye bye. I'm Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> <laughs> That's about as popular as I am. <laughs> um, but I need to ask Amy. And it's we're back. Here it comes. How the fuck was your summer?
0: I'm, can you even believe that we're asking each other this? Like, it's not
1: even summer. It started in April, end of April.
0: Not even how the fuck was your week. How the fuck was your summer? So much ground to cover, you guys. So, I also want
1: to say, Amy and I really didn't see each other that much this summer.
0: We didn't. And that was actually a little bit traumatizing. Lovely. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> you jerk. <laughs> but, um, yes. So, I... Besides spending a lot of time at home, which I love, I feel like I actually had a timeshare at Hershey Park.
1: Oh, lovely. The yeah. sweetest place on earth.
0: The sweetest place on earth. So as you may or may not know for our listeners, Robbie and I do write theme park and cruise ship shows and we ideate for a theme park and cruise ship entertainment. So a lot of our time is either spent on site at a theme park or on the high seas at, on a cruise ship, which we will also talk about. But I made four different trips to Hershey Park this summer. And each time, I pretty much took the fam with me. My kids, I, I really do believe that they think they have a timeshare there at the Hershey Lodge. Because that's where we stayed each time. The company Such was nice. Such a nice hotel. And, it is amazing and so much fun for mm-hmm. kids. And how they, like, theme all the towers to, like, Kiss's Tower, Reese's Tower. And the indoor water park that they have is fantastic. The first time I went there, you actually had to make a reservation to use it because it was still like kind of in the thick of COVID. And then Pennsylvania kind of lifted some of their restrictions, but I did get to take the kids there and we had a phenomenal time. Four different trips I made there. They got to go on Every ride that they wanted to go on. And it was nice because the first time we went there, I believe was in April. So the park really wasn't open um, full time yet. And my kids, we walked on like every ride. And it was nice because it really is like a central point between where I'm located on Long Island and where my parents are located in Pittsburgh. So my mom and her husband and my dad all met us at Hershey Park. And we had like a little mini family vacation there. It was so cute. You know, we
1: do that every year after Thanksgiving. We drive up My nice. sisters in Baltimore because it really is the central location from New York. Well, my parents used to live in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. We'll get into that later. Mm-hmm. Um, but and my sisters in Baltimore, so it was like a nice central meeting point that we'd all go up and do that. It's yeah, it, it was really Lodge. fun. It's really nice. Yeah, it was
0: really fun. And I think my kids like it's cute because. They think that, like, mom has these special privileges at theme parks. So it, I know. I am special. I don't, I don't know how special or what kind of special, but I'm definitely special. So, <laughs> so um, yeah, my kids, like, think I'm cool. If no one else thinks I'm cool, no. at least the kids think I'm, like, kind of cool. Does. Yeah, someone does. So that's good.
1: Uh, Anywho. Great. Um, So, you did Hershey Park, Hershey Lodge. Yes. Was that the only theme park you went to this summer?
0: Uh, No, I actually went to two different theme parks. So, the first one was Hershey, which I obviously spent a lot of time at, the second one was this cute little park nestled in Santa Claus, Indiana. What is it with us in Santa Claus? I don't know. And yes, you heard that right. Santa Claus, Indiana. I actually didn't even know the place existed, but it's called (laughs) Holiday World. And I know we've spent like an entire episode talking about theme parks all over the country that we love and appreciate. And this, I would say, is definitely up there because it's family owned and Mm. operated. And uh, just to let our listeners know, there are very few... Theme parks left that are family owned and operated. Holiday World happens to be one of them. And each section of the park is themed to a different holiday. And we've been doing the entertainment there for several years. And I put on my dance pants and my dance shoes or in Amy Cannonland, my booty shorts and my flip flops. And I directed and choreographed a beach party show that was down at their um, water park. That I wrote that Robbie wrote, he had to get that in there. I just want to make sure everyone thing. He knew. has to make sure that it's all about him and not all about me, even when I'm talking.
1: Hi, guys. This is Robbie Iker, and it's all about me. This <laughs> this podcast is called <laughs> Be Gay with Robbie Iker.
0: <laughs> I don't know who this bitch is. Yeah, I'm just like, you know, his sidekick. <laughs> Whatever. But the park is in, I will say, the middle of nowhere. So as charming as the park is, the area that we stayed in Mm, not so charming it's a place
1: people go not a place where people yeah, live
0: yeah yeah so the first day we were there someone was actually being arrested in the lobby of the hotel For that what? we were staying at i didn't get that far I didn't, maybe mm-hmm. maybe i don't know she's like I you,
1: you're welcome to santa claus indiana <laughs> and, and,
0: and, and like they had like a workout center there and it literally had like one treadmill and like A couple sets of dumbbells. It was very dimly lit. And every morning I would go in there and work out. And the guy that worked at the front desk, every time I looked over, he was like peering through the little (laughs) window. window at me and then i'd come out and he'd be like have a good workout and yeah, i was like this is
1: this was the summer of tragic people i was us like attractive. wow
0: wow i was like the man at the front desk in santa claus indiana finds me attractive whatever i'll take it listen
1: it's a compliment i might have had people... on a
0: crop top and booty shorts so i could have been that's what know, i had like on asking... the day walk
1: into work so <laughs> i didn't stand
0: <laughs> i might have been asking for it but whatever <laughs> um but you know he was you know Cute, I guess. For
1: Indiana. Yeah. No offense, listeners from Indiana. He
0: was like 60. <laughs> um, and then the very interesting part was because of where it's located, in order for us to go to like the nearest town where there was actually like food and nightlife, you had to drive to another state. Which was Kentucky. Also, isn't
1: it the place where like the cast housing is in a different time zone? It than is the than park? the park. So I don't know how. I do mean, it. To I do can do barely that,
0: operate in one time zone. to do that
1: much math. Oh my could gosh! You could imagine? you
0: imagine? No. Yeah, no, that is actually a fact. The where the cast house is is in one time zone. I believe it's Eastern, and then the park, park is, is in, in Central. Central. Yes, I mean, how messed up is that? But we would drive to Kentucky every night after work to go to dinner which was about an hour away so we would leave indiana drive to kentucky have dinner in kentucky and then drive all the way back to the rape motel where we were staying which was like not fun i i didn't have housekeeping come in once the entire week because i was terrified i didn't want them coming in i locked my doors and i slept with the bathroom light on it was it was not it was like a trucker motel you know, I don't fly though. I no, I know.
1: No, you want no, that. You want I get a little handset I
0: get a little princessy when it comes to stuff like that. So, yeah. But those were the two parks that I visited. Nice. Both very charming in their own ways. I also love want to Holiday point World. I love the family there. So,
1: the reason Amy and I did so much travel this summer is we are coming out of the pandemic, and mm-hmm. hooray, entertainment is coming yes. back, and we're very happy. However, we you know, just don't have the staff we once had because of the pandemic and how people move on, people do new things. So Amy and I are now traveling the globe all summer long, which is why we had to take a break from this to do things. Because while Amy was busy in Hershey and the Rape Motel, (laughs) I was living it up in quarantine on Celebrity Cruise Lines.
0: (laughs) Lee uh, Listeners, I cannot wait for you to hear about Robbie's adventures aboard celebrity cruise lines because it's almost like you can't believe it but it's totally true
1: so first of all they fly us out the end of april and they say hey just so you know when you get on board you're gonna be quarantined for two weeks
0: okay i would die i would die we're
1: giving everyone a balcony um and i was like okay so that's all i knew is that i get a balcony i'm having like a nervous like breakdown over this because i was like two weeks i know me i'm not good being stuck. I couldn't leave my room. And, like, I'm not good. not You know how my, how I pace. Yes. Like, and I did pace. Well, up.
0: and I remember you saying to me, you were like, should I quit smoking? Like, how, where am I going to smoke cigarettes? I said, even at Shawshank, they got, like, yard time. <laughs> like, where is your yard time?
1: <laughs> it was the yard time. First <laughs> of all, they fly us to Cyprus because <laughs> we're still, like, in the midst of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And ships aren't really sailing, but they're bringing back their, like, people on board. And they did it so well. I have to give, like, celebrity amazing props of how great they did it. Mm-hmm. To have a booger.
0: No, oh, no, no! Oh. I was just wiping in my nose because okay. I was I a running booger.
1: a little bit. Um, which <laughs> I don't know why we need to like fix that in the middle of the podcast, but okay.
0: <laughs> no booger, you're good.
1: No booger. So then I get to Cyprus and they put us up in a hotel for two nights. And first of all, we'd been flying all fucking day. We first of all, we get to. I don't the, know how you oh do my it. God, I'm Robbie. like missing so much. We get to the airport. Our flight's incorrect. Here's the problem. We cannot fly from one shoshang country to... What? <laughs> there's some district in Europe that's called like Shoshan. I don't know what Not it's Shoshan, called. Not Shoshan. Shogun? Like the... Uh, Shogun? Like that, like... <laughs> like the... Yeah, the hibachi restaurant. restaurant. Yeah,
0: Pittsburgh. Shogun. I don't
1: know. Anyway, we weren't allowed to fly this way because of COVID. So we had to switch our flights last minute. And we had to fly through Greece and then go to Cyprus. We had to go to London, to Greece, to Cyprus...
0: My anxiety would have been at like a 15. I
1: also want to say, and this is like I should not be telling this story, but I'm gonna say it right now. Because of when we were flying, all of our COVID tests were suddenly too old because we had to have it 72 hours. Oh, and we had nice. been delayed. So, and I'm such a little bitch. I said, everyone, give me your PDFs who so was with me. And I changed the dates on the <laughs> COVID
0: tests.
1: I was like, we ain't getting COVID in the next 72 hours.
0: Seriously. I was like, we're going. They should have been on top of it.
1: I literally, I was like, oops. Lauren, Lauren, if you're listening right now, I remember when I did, I was in the middle of the airport, just, you know, forging documents.
0: Yeah. You know, like you do. <laughs> like you like do. catch me if you can. Yeah. Come
1: on. Who cares? Yeah. yeah I'm just like Leo.
0: Um,
1: more like on Titanic. But so then we get to Cyprus where this hotel, we had been flying nonstop forever. Um, and I get there and they say, Hey, someone's going to come up and test you tonight. So don't go to bed till they test you. Oh. So it goes to 11 to midnight. To one, I'm texting Lauren, who's with me, who works with us. I said, where the fuck are these people? Suddenly, we hear them. They're going down <gasps> the hallway, banging on doors, and going,
0: open up, open up! Like gangbusters. I
1: open the door and just get a swab shoved up my nose. Oh. And they go, have a good night! And we... <gasps> I was like, what the... F-? I literally got nose raped.
0: Oh my god! By a cotton god. swab. I was
1: negative. Um, so You are attitude.
0: negative. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so then we finally get on the ship, and they put us into quarantine. Um... So we get on the ship. We go into quarantine. And they like test us again. And at first, like, oh god, this quarantine is going to be terrible. But this girl Bethany was in charge of us in quarantine. And Amy, you know Bethany. I she's, hope she's listening. She's the events director. She's from She's, down a love, under. she's no, she's from England.
0: She is. I thought she's from Australia. No,
1: she's from England.
0: Oh, hmm. Accent sounds kind of funny. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so. She calls and Goes okay, Robbie. Just say so you know. <laughs> like, so you're going to get three meals a day. They're going to come at these times. Also. Every day you can go online and you can order uh food. I think I am going Australia. I think you I'm are too. Really bad at accents. That's so okay,
0: Bethany. We apologize. I apologize.
1: Magic, because that's what it, it is. is. Okay. So she goes, you can order um you can order like stuff from the store, which was great because I forgot to bring razors. So I had to order razors. Okay. But they of course give you those razors that just like cut your neck open. Oh. <laughs> I lost a layer of skin. <laughs>
0: You're like bleeding I'm out. I just bleeding out. But, I was, I but wasn't,
1: you didn't have COVID. No one was so seeing me.
0: That's exactly. And so I'm in
1: this, and every day I said I turned into fucking babe on Hoggins Farm because every time I could hear them coming down the hall with the food, I would like run to the door. That's like, amazing. Like pig going to the trough. Yeah. They bring this out. You can also smoke out your balcony. Thank God. Well, what'd you have done? Oh, been, I've been floating in the med right now, dead. <laughs> and then you could get six beers for free or buy a bottle of wine or like a shot of whiskey. So I got the shot the first day. It came in like a paper cup. And I was like, well, this is not worth the money. No. So no. I got some beers and some wine and stuff. And I would do that every day. Okay. And they would bring that by every day.
0: So they were smart enough to offer alcohol. Because alcohol. Because I feel like secret, at this point. Keep you
1: comfortable. They gave you. I ordered it. Okay. You're going to. I turned into a different person, Amy. I was doing yoga every day. I was working out in my room.
0: I'm sorry. I don't know who you are. I was doing and yoga. And I don't know if we can be friends. Every day.
1: I was working out in my room. I did a workout every day. Good for you, I did, Robbie. I was. I read. I started the Dark Tower series by Stephen King. I read a chapter a night. I was doing meditation every day. Wow. Headspace was reading. Was going to bed at a normal hour. Was getting so much work done. I was living my best life, like in quarantine. They would every day come on. They had so solitary available.
0: confinement was good for you.
1: Well, I wouldn't say solitary confinement, but being in a you know room. Yeah by myself for a little time no it was really nice no distractions uh, and it was a gorgeous view we were just sitting mm-hmm. in like Greece and you could look out like in, in, in the beautiful place we were mm-hmm. and I was like this is you know this is not that bad the moment we got out of quarantine I went right back to my old ways Didn't I haven't <laughs> meditated since I was in that fucking room the chances of me doing a lick of fucking exercise are zero to zero and I don't know what yoga is but I think it's a bear who catches pick any baskets
0: <laughs> you're just doing downward dog I li-
1: <laughs> we'll get to that um, <laughs> So then, um, I'm sorry, I'm looking at my notes, because so much happened that I just don't want to so miss anything. much. There's no guests on the ship, by the way. It's just the crew. So,
0: so I feel like our listeners will find this completely fascinating, that we have both been on cruise ships when they are literally still being built. And you're, guys, literally in a hard hat, your furniture is wrapped in plastic, And sometimes your cabin doesn't even have hot water. So all y'all that are like, oh my God, you're going to spend two weeks on a cruise ship. That's so amazing. I'm like in a hard hat, sitting on plastic with no hot water. No, not so amazing. But it It was crazy. It it is the most surreal like situation you can put yourself in is if you are in dry dock on a ship. Like it's unbelievable.
1: We get, we get out of course and there's so much work to be done cuz basically we left this show in the middle of the when the pandemic hit we just left it in boxes like the right. boxes weren't even unpacked
0: and this is when to kind of like loop people in that have been following us this happened when we were in Saint-Mazeur France. Yeah, France. We France and I came home from France my Paris in a 90 minute excursion I literally came home, and a week later, the entire world shut down. So I came home, and then Robbie came home right after me, and then the world shut down. So we were literally right in the middle of kind of putting these shows up. We were right in the thick of rehearsals, and everything kind of just stopped, and we were all sent home. So this was like picking up where we had left off a year and a half ago. ago. Yeah.
1: There were so many boxes to unpack. I mean, Amy, the amount of boxes. I think I sent you a picture. Mm We unpacked a, a, a I, don't, I don't know how big the disco ball was, but it was, like, four feet. A four-foot disco ball. We unpacked and rolled down a ramp. Like, Violet Beauregard and Willy Wonka. So much. So I'm, like, stressed. I'm, like, whatever, whatever. At least I was there with people I liked, and that was fine. One day, though, I'm up in the... So finally, we're up and We're allowed to eat in, like, the Lido. Um, they, like, had separated, like, the crew crew and the contractor crew, for the most part. Um... And we could drink on the pool deck. They had the pool bar Thank open. Thank
0: God. Which was
1: great. So there was all kinds of options for us. And um, I'm walking through the Lido one day, and this guy walks by, and I was like, oh, okay. And like he's like, he's cute. And he goes, Oh, I love your shirt, and just walks by. And I was like, okay, so he's gay.
0: You were like, he's gay, and he gave me a compliment. I'm in. Married? Or you like literally spread Married. your cheeks. I
1: put a ring on it. <laughs> yeah. And I don't be my finger. And so, <laughs> so then we go, we, I'm like, so I go up to Bethany. I go, Bethany, who's the Scottish homo? Yes. like, oh, that's Ewan. And so I met this guy named Ewan, who's super sweet. He did announcements every day because he was the head of service, as we say, because he said really thick Scottish accent. And mm-hmm. I apparently can't do a Scottish accent. So I met him. And we were talking and, of course, flirting and whatever. And then we had what we called the party that wasn't a party. So Bethany was told to throw a party for the crew, but it couldn't be a party because they weren't allowed to have parties because of COVID.
0: Right, So it's the right. party that wasn't a party. Uh-huh. But it was a party. Meanwhile, you're all vaccinated. Most all, of you were No, vaccinated. everyone was vaccinated. They were getting United. vaccinated
1: while we were on the ship. And
0: you yeah. were all, like, continuously tested. Continuously so it's like you tested, couldn't have been in a we more were, safer environment.
1: Oh, I was never safer than I was on that ship at any time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And people were still wearing masks. Like, it was, you know, and everything. So we were right. all there. And so the party that wasn't a party, You and I hit it off. And then we... Over the course of that, we uh, started seeing each other. So, I had a little romance on the show.
0: And in, in this time, he's texting me, because we really pretty much texted each other every day yes. when you were out there. You're texting me that you like met this boy and he's Scottish and he's really into you. And I was like, why, first of all? <laughs> I was like, what, what is happening? Yeah, he's, um, he
1: was legally blind.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah.
0: Um, but he's like telling me like things are serious and they're like spending all this time together. And I was like, I did
1: not sleep in my room. I was like, what is him.
0: happening? I was like, Robbie, I was like, the universe is aligning for you. I like you great. went out on the ship and you were quarantined and you met this nice man. I mean, and like, the
1: nicest guy too. Like, this is where I was I've like, actually this met him. is it right. Because I was like, oh my God, he has his life together and it's really kind and we we had our chemistry was amazing. We were like made to like talk to each other. Yeah. And it was so like it is so perfect. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, I was dreading coming on this ship. Yeah. At first. I had I was nasally raped.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: yeah. now I met a nice guy.
0: And I just again like kept telling him like see how the universe aligns things and works out for you i said this was something you didn't want to do and you met this nice guy and, and you would like, have never met him up, i, I know he was getting so annoyed with me but i was like oh it's like you're vibing up and. Blah, blah, blah.
1: anyway so that was celebrity and then i had to leave and come back but that was like that's like just may by the way, that's where we are now, which is why these first three episodes are a three-part series. Literally,
0: you were out there for weeks. I was starting to get so depressed because anytime I went into the office, Robbie and I actually share an office. It's just the two of us in there. And it was so lonely and so sad for me to not have him around. Just um, we we did FaceTime and we text almost Every day. I, there were very few times that we went a day without talking. It was mostly just us checking in with each other. But um, it was very lonely. It was a really hard time for me. And I, I missed him a lot. Like, not to be all, like, mushy-gushy. But the, my, my vibe at work is definitely different when he's not around.
1: I also want to say, during the pandemic... I think Amy and I kept each other very sane. A major mm-hmm. reason this podcast happened is because both of us were so depressed yeah. that this was a chance for me to come out here and mm-hmm. like spend a weekend together, mm-hmm. and so that's why we're here. Mm-hmm. And it was very difficult to kind of go back to the world yeah. and go back to that way. And it was and like you the know,
0: pace of everything. It was like the traveling the and being away. All. And there's stress. all kinds of yeah.
1: extra stresses because yeah. of what's happening in the world. So mm-hmm. it was it was difficult um, throughout the summer to be traveling and to be away from people. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm lucky that. Almost everyone I work with, I truly enjoy their presence, mm-hmm. and that saves us. Mm-hmm. But, like, not having Amy to, like, bitch with was yeah. definitely an issue.
0: Yeah, that was rough. Rough?
1: Okay, so this is our new segment. It's called Fabulous Finds.
0: Fabulous! fabulous. We love a good Fabulous Find. Yeah,
1: there's things we're going to recommend and hopefully get them to sponsor us. Yeah. Um, so again, none of these people are fucking sponsoring us. We're no. Just, this is literally products that we are in love with.
0: Products, TV shows, um, basically anything. Amazon. Sex toys. Sex toys, our yeah. Our
1: favorite sex toys. Yeah,
0: basically anything that My we Pikachu. feel is fabulous. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs>
1: Great. Uh, Amy, what's your fabulous find?
0: Okay, so mine is a new hair product. Um, I do get asked from time to time what I use to blow out my hair because I do have naturally curly hair, and I blow it out straight. And there's this new product from Dry Bar. You can get it at Ulta... Sof- and a Sephora. I think those are probably or dry bar itself, but I think those are the only two places you can get it. It's called liquid glass, and it's this spray that you put on your hair after you wash it. And they say that it's the only thing that you need to use in your hair. It's got like heat protectant, it gives it shine, it helps you blow dry it straight. And I love it. It smells really nice and it gets my hair really straight and really shiny and I think a bottle of it is maybe 30 bucks and it lasts it does last a while and you just kind of spray it on your hair like a leave-in conditioner, and then you blow it out, like we say in <laughs> Pittsburgh. You give it a nice blow out, and it looks all shiny and fierce, and it has you body, do and it's not damaged. Always have great
1: hair. Thank like you. Like it's it's. I, I don't like much about you, but your hair <laughs> always looks nice. But my hair
0: is usually on point. Your hair's
1: on point, while yeah. mine's crusty and full of kinks.
0: Yeah. Um. <laughs> but you you guys, if you do blow out your hair, I highly recommend. Liquid glass from Dry Bar. That's my fabulous find for the week. Fabulous find. I love it.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm. Gonna tell what about you? About you? So what, what we're talking that? about recently, like I have self care again. I'm starting to take care of myself again,
0: which I find so odd. But anyway, it's some,
1: I'm actually moisturizing, which is quite amazing.
0: I mean, but at our age. Like I'm ready to like I just have put my head in a, in a Vaseline, ago. like an actual thing of Vaseline, and like pull it out. So
1: on the like, ship, on Celebrity, I decided mm-hmm. to get a massage, um, and I, I made Ewan book one for me because he knows everyone on the ship. Mm-hmm. So he booked a massage for me, and I show up, and at the end they go, Ewan um, paid for your massage. Which he's not really allowed to do, but Aww, he did it, which that's was nice. So, so then cute. I was like, I felt bad, and I was like, oh god. And she was like, can I show you some of our new products we have? And I was like, did you
0: feel obligated? And you felt like, well, because you felt I wasn't bad,
1: paying for him in the massage, I had, had no buy, excuse to be like,
0: fuck. You uh, had to buy products. You should be like, you
1: know what? The massage is enough for me today. But mm. I was like, I didn't spend a single fucking cent here. Yeah, you were like, I was Damn like, it, now and I gotta I buy some products. Like, I know she makes, and she makes probably commission on right. anything she sells. So I was like, yeah, let's try these products. And she so basically I'm using it's by Elemis E-L-E. I love Elemis so they sell like this whole line mm-hmm. I ended up getting first of all the Elemis milk bath which is amazing because it like makes your skin so I've always had chicken skin on my thighs for like as long as I know chicken skin is there's like little red dots
0: <laughs>
1: do you know how to say chicken skin?
0: I just like hearing you say chicken skin
1: <laughs> chicken skin <laughs> I always had cluck cluck on my thigh thigh I chicken thighs chicken
0: thighs <laughs> <bass>. chicken
1: thighs <laughs> <bass. laughs> <laughs> um Oh my God, I can go for some chicken thighs. <laughs> um, I got this milk bath and started using it.
0: Now, do you put it like... Is, it, you, like you can put in it in shower a shower or I was using it in the
1: shower at okay. first. I did finally... Like on finally, your Lufa
0: maybe? Yeah,
1: like, I did finally... Get up in your grundle. Do I... did? I, oh, I, my grundle is just milky. <laughs> it,
0: yeah, it's like baby. Milky white. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. Baby smooth. Mm-hmm.
1: I have the smoothest taint this side yeah, of Yeah, Mississippi. Nice.
0: Thank God. Um...
1: <laughs> What to say? I hope Elvis is listening. I hope you are that's, too. That for using yeah. in your commercial. Moisturize
0: your taint with Elemis, milk
1: Beth. So I got that. Then I got the instant refreshing gel, mm. which I put on. So I've always held all of my tension in my shoulders mm-hmm. my entire life. Yeah, like to the point that I, like I'm my it's naughty by nature back there. Just I, knots. You everywhere. like don't
0: even have a neck. No, I just you're just like your shoulders meet your earlobes. I look like
1: Pat from yeah, SNL. I, <laughs> So then, so I got this, which really, like, every morning I put it on my shoulders, and wow. it helps relax, along with the Celluotox Active Body Oil, and you mix the two together, it's like a serum. This oh my like, god. This is,
0: so high tech.
1: Amy, I, let me tell you, when... My shoulders are not, don't hurt anymore. Really? I'm mean, going to still carry the weight of the world on them.
0: Of course. For no
1: fucking reason. Of course. But Elemis makes this brand of products. I, I know it's going to make sense to replace them, but they've lasted me. This was in May I bought them. I still have it. Really? That's how long it's lasted. See, that it, 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 it was worth the money.
0: It was worth the money. It was worth the money.
1: And it was, I think in the end I paid for all these products and it was upcharged on the ship. So it's definitely more of course. expensive. But it was like a little over a hundred bucks. So, See, that's how
0: I feel about liquid glass. Like I'm still using the same spray thing that I bought a couple of months ago and I it was like worth me spending yeah. the money on it so
1: those of you listening that are getting into your late 30s early 40s mm-hmm. it's time to start taking care of yourself again mm-hmm. or mid
0: 40s I'm I'm approaching my late 40s at this point but whatever you don't look it thanks <laughs> Hi friends, we're back and I need to ask Robbie. Robbie, how the fuck was your summer?
1: We're just going to continue on here. We're Please gonna just keep do. Because a lot happened to me this summer. Right. It has been an eventful, eventful, We're literally eventful still in like summer. May, June. Yeah, so while I'm on the ship, after living in this tiny room forever, mm-hmm. I started to realize something that's really holly for me is I need to live alone. Mm-hmm. I, had a, I had a fabulous roommate that I was living with. He was really nice, really easy to live with. His name was John. Um, really nice guy. We were didn't know each other really but became really good friends Mm -hmm. living together we got along like gangbusters Mm -hmm. it was great but i finally realized you know i'm 30 years old and Mm -hmm. i need to yeah i want to live alone Mm -hmm. so on the ship i decide just out of the fucking blue i'm gonna get my own apartment
0: i was so excited for you i i have to be honest when you said to me you were like you know what i've had enough i'm tired of living with people it's time i get my own place i was like robbie it is time for you to, like, be your own person, mm-hmm. not be coming and going with other people. Like, you need your own place. Even if it's this teeny little studio, I was happy for you yeah. that you have finally decided that you were going to, like, get your I own I mean, here's the thing. Place. I moved into
1: this apartment, the old apartment, when I had a roommate, out of necessity. I had broken up with my fiance. We were moving thank god i got this place because mm-hmm. covid hit and thank god i wasn't looking for an apartment during covid right. when everything all the shit hit the fan right i had this place with a friend's place who hooked me up and he's a dear friend george and george if you're listening love you to death um but i was like you know what i need to live alone so i reached out to a broker friend of mine who it was funny i reached out to my old broker and he never got back to me and i was like what a dick mm-hmm. but that day on facebook and this one i was like it's a sign One of my friends on Facebook was like, Hey guys, I moved broker firms. I'm now a broker with this company. If you're looking for an apartment in Midtown, hit me up.
0: I love when stuff like that happens. And I was like, You know
1: what? And I've only talked to him a few times in my life. Mm -hmm. I literally was like, Let's. I was like, Hey, I'm looking for a place. I'm going to be back these days. Here's where I want to live. Here are the apartments I've been looking at online. He's like, Great. I said, Here's the problem though. I'm getting off a ship on like June 15th. Mm -hmm. I have to go on another ship very soon after that. So I have about a week. Mm-hmm. To find an apartment.
0: That's crazy.
1: Which in New York is plenty of time if you've ever looked for an apartment in New York. But You so have stressful. to get the apartment immediately. Yeah. yeah. So I said, line them up. We're going to look at every single apartment that fits within my price range that's in the area. I go, I'm looking for studios. That's it. Studio mm-hmm. is just one room. Mm-hmm. Um. So literally that day I show up and I go, I got my walking shoes on. Let's go. We saw, I don't even know how many apartments. I mean, we must have seen like 20 apartments.
0: That's crazy
1: in like two hours. Mm-hmm. But it got to the point because I'm so old now that I would like walk into like the front door and go, no. I was like, nope, this isn't it.
0: Yeah, that's the thing. Like you get to the point where you know exactly what you want and exactly what you don't want and it's almost so much easier when you can actually get to that point in your life where you're like not standing around and you're like, well, I can maybe I make it work. You're like, fuck that. I don't have the energy to be making something work. Also, in I don't my owe this
1: guy anything. He has a guaranteed sale today because I have mm-hmm. to get a place. Mm-hmm. So I was like, fine. So I'm looking at them. The next to last apartment I saw is the one I got. It yeah. is it is so nice. Mm-hmm. It is literally a block away from where I was living, mm-hmm. which was and amazing. a great
0: location. Great too.
1: location, beautiful mm-hmm. building. There's only um, four apartments per floor, and there's three floors. It's only like mm-hmm. twelve apartments. Yeah, that's nice. It's mostly single people. Oh, mm-hmm. I mean, everyone's younger than me, but whatever. Um, <laughs> but it's a nice apartment. It's the gay neighborhood I'm yeah. in midtown. Um, so I literally found this apartment and moved. Um, during Gay Pride. I didn't go to Pride. mean,
0: what a sign. Like, you found your own place. You moved during Pride. The pandemic was starting to, like... There was a little bit of a light at the end of the tunnel. Like... It was just one of those moments yeah. I was like so happy and so proud of you. And I also like bucket brigaded pre- it with all
1: my shit. Like mm-hmm. I just carried things down the street every day. Mm-hmm. I would take a few bags, of a couple things. Yeah. And, and then I uh, thank you, Ian Devine, for helping me move. Mm-hmm. I made it move my bookshelf off my piano with me.
0: That's
1: awesome. <laughs> but that was fine. Um. Yeah. So I moved and I have my own place now. And Yay! It's really exciting and I love it a lot and I'm really happy to live there. That's awesome. Um, yeah. That's kind of the only other thing that happened. Uh, so far this summer, if we're mm-hmm. in June still. Mm-hmm. You, how was your June?
0: Well, I actually went back to Hershey, my Times Square, my Times Square, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. my timeshare, my second home. And um, the whole reason that I keep going back and forth to this park is I actually helped uh, bring to life this whole new costume character experience that they have there. So for anyone that... Actually did visit Hershey Park. I'm like slurring my words. (laughs) What is wrong with me?
1: Oh my God.
0: (laughs) For anyone that visited uh, Hershey Park this summer, you may or may not have seen the costume characters, like a meet and greet experience basically. So it was Hershey Bar, Reese's, Hershey's Kiss, Twizzler, and Jolly Rancher. They all have like their own locations in the park, their own dedicated meet and greet spots. So... It was kind of like making them have more of a presence in the park, giving them a specialized playlist, which you helped with figuring out like music that could play while they're meeting and greeting the guests and just kind of giving them a better presence in the park. So I helped launch that and bring it to life. So it was a lot of implementing new people and making changes. And that's why I had to keep going back and forth and they had like a welcoming show that takes place in their like little chocolate town area but I ended up going back to Hershey Park. I believe that was my fourth visit there. I'd, I actually lost track um, but it was fun. I had a really nice time and another thing that I did this summer that I I have to say I've been saying I was going to do for probably four years now, maybe five, was downsize the attic in my house mm-hmm. and have a garage sale. It's the best feeling. I, I'm i telling you, Robbie, there is stuff up in that attic that has moved with me from house to house for probably the last 20 years. I, I lost track of things that were up there and it became like this dumping ground of my feelings. And just like anything that I didn't want to deal with or I was hiding or I just couldn't face went into the attic and I finally said like enough is enough I need to clear out some of these things and make room for the new I need to get rid of the old I need to make room for the new and I did not think it was going to be as uh, as much of an emotional roller coaster as it actually was and a lot of it I did either when my kids went over to my ex's house so I could take the stuff from the attic and kind of like organize it in my son's room because you know how it is when you're trying to downsize, you have to take everything out Uh and see what you have. And I was just opening up bins and it was like opening up this like vortex to the past. Like I, I ended up finding so many photographs of... Things from I, that I did 20 years ago, shows I did, um, memorabilia from all of these musicals I was in, and so many photos of my brother that I found up there that either were from when I was in college or a ton of wedding photos. And for anyone out there that's listening and you're divorced, it's like, what do you do with all the stuff from your wedding? It's... It, It's very strange because... If you
1: know what to do, please write it. Please tell me because...
0: (laughs) be at gmail.com.
1: Yeah, please write (laughs) it and tell us what the fuck to do with the stuff in the past.
0: I was... And I actually... uh, God bless my incredible boyfriend because he would always come up to my son's room and I'd be sitting there in a pile of tears and anxiety. And he'd be like, are you okay? And he's like, I know. I know this is really hard. He's like it's kind of drudging up like all of this stuff from the past that you just don't know what to do with because you want to throw it away. You want to save it. It's part of your life. It's part of your life. You want to forget. It's part of your life that you maybe want to share with your kids someday. It was just, it was incredibly strange for me, but I downsized it by 50%. So I I felt, I felt so good when most of it was done. And You know me, Pennsylvania gal. I was like, what do I do with all of this stuff? Let's have a garage sale. (laughs) What the fuck was I thinking? I mean, first of all, my entire driveway, I like set up card tables. I didn't put price tags on anything. I was basically like, make me an offer. (laughs) I put it all out in the driveway for everyone to see. And I made $53. Oh, that's good. I think I sat there for about... I want to say I lasted four hours and then I was like, fuck this. I'm donating it because like the time that you spend sitting there trying to sell this stuff. Meanwhile, I made $53. I sold one item for $50 and it was a beach. I'm not even kidding you. It was a beach cart that Andy's sister had given us the, we, we were like, we're never going to use this. We should downsize. We should get rid of it. We sold that for $50. The rest of the stuff, three bucks I made. Three bucks. How many
1: things did you sell?
0: Oh, I don't even fucking know. I gave up after a while. My parents were so cute. They were like, how's the sale going? And I was like, no customers yet. And then two hours later, how's the sale going? I was like, I sold one basket. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, forget it. I literally packed up everything. Put it in my garage and I donated it the following week. But is it
1: still in the back of your car?
0: No, it's actually not in the back of my car. There's something else in the back of the car right now.
1: There's a dead body.
0: No, no. There's books that I need to give my ex-husband. But um, uh, that's where I, Brian
1: laundry is in the yeah, back of your car.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, I donated everything that didn't sell at the garage sale, which was 95 percent of the stuff I put out there because no one wants my old shit. Um, but I did like I was a cleanse. I yeah. gave myself a June cleanse. It felt really good. It's like I downsized. A new cleanse. I no, was like, what? no, not a Jew cleanse. A <laughs> June, June cleanse. I gave myself a June cleanse. It felt really good. I felt like maybe I started off the summer on like a fresh new uh, with a fresh new leaf that I I got rid of some of the a old. A fresh new leaf. A fresh.
1: Is that even <laughs> you a thing? turned a new leaf. A fresh new start. I got a fresh new leaf. <laughs>
0: Guys, if you want a fresh new leaf, you contact me because I'm going to show you how to do it.
1: Um, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. Do you like, that? To do you clean like up, that. Clean up. Um, You know what? Because I had to move. Mm. I threw a lot of shit away too. And I don't live in a studio. So nothing comes in without something going out.
0: It's really My tough. mother
1: was visiting their week and she was like, You should keep this bag. It's a nice bag. I go, Throw the fucking bag away, Ann.
0: You have to. You really have to. And like, I have to say, it's not that easy to. Get rid of some. Well, things. I also,
1: if I spend money on something throwing away is hard for me because when I
0: throw it away, I'm like, there's five bucks.
1: Well, I think about I threw I donated two full garbage bags, black ones full of clothes.
0: But let's be honest, some of those clothes, Robbie
1: weren't fitting.
0: Oh, well, and I don't even know that they deserve to be donated. They probably just deserve to be trashed. Listen, that
1: homeless man who liked my ass would look fabulous in some of those. <laughs> he shirts. really would. He was the right that way. Charlie a, a, a that Charlie Brown sweater that you we've... I like that sweater, that Snoopy
0: sweater. I like that one. No, no, the one that was like green. And oh, like the one red. that our boss hated, and I yeah, would wear it to spite it. him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I He'd be be like, like I, I hate that sweater. sweater. I'm like, wear that sweater.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, anything else exciting happened downstairs?
0: Well, yes. Um, okay, so I'm gonna share with you all a story, and I don't want you to judge me or think I'm dirty because you're gonna be completely grossed out by this. But this is what happens when you own a home. So, one night, my son is taking a shower. This is my favorite. Okay, my son's taking a shower, and it's... I have two bathrooms in my house, which is amazing, because I grew up with one. So, the fact that I have two showers, I feel like very extra, so that I have two. So I know, I feel bitch. like a rich. I know. So, it's, a, it's um, not a tub. It's an actual stand-up shower, and so... He comes upstairs and he's like, you know, typical teenager, he's like, yeah, ma, the, uh, the water's not draining in the shower. And I was like, what? And he's like, yeah, the water didn't drain. I was like, but you stayed in the shower and <laughs> continued to shower? Like, what the fuck? So he was like, yeah, you, you might want to go look at it. I'm like, oh, God. So I go downstairs and there's about two inches of water. There's
1: only about two inches of space, though, in that standard yes. shower.
0: yes. <laughs> It was full to the rim with water. And That's I was when you like, decided to get out. I was like, this can't be good. You know, something's wrong. So um, my boyfriend's laying on the couch watching television. And I come up and I'm like, um, so like the water's not draining <laughs> in the shower. Would you look at it? I don't know what's wrong. He was like, are you serious? And I was like, I mean probably just you know need some drain out like you know making no big deal about it. he's like all right let me go take a look so the next thing I know he's got a plunger in the drain of the shower and he's trying to plunge it and the water's not going anywhere and I was like okay this isn't good and he's like yeah hon, this isn't good he's like I think in the morning you should call a plumber I'm like okay he's like you know I know how to do a lot of things but plumbing's not one of them so call a plumber in the morning I'm like okay I will So you've already had
1: issues with plumbing in this house too, right? Yes. Yes.
0: Yeah. And I've been here, um, almost nine years. So like the timing is about right. The things would start breaking now. So I get up, I usually wake up before everybody else in this house because I like to get up early and have my coffee while nobody else is awake. And I literally sit in the living room in complete silence and I drink my coffee. It's like one of my favorite parts of my day because I just have a minute to decompress. So I wake up and I'm making my coffee and I'm like, oh, you know, let me go check the shower. I go down and I look in the shower and what I see is 1000% horrifying because I saw a little poop nugget and a tampon. And I was like, oh, fuck. I'm like. This is definitely not good. So I wait till my boyfriend wakes up and I'm like, um, so there's like a tampon in the <laughs> water and it looks like a poop. And he was like, Oh hell. So I call the plumber. I'm like, it's an emergency. I need you to come out today. So long story short, he comes out to the house and he snakes all the drains and he snakes them out to the sidewalk. And he's like, listen, you guys cannot put anything down the drain except pee, poop, and toilet paper. And I had just switched the toilet paper in this house to, like, a bougie toilet paper.
1: Uh-uh. I, I can't use bougie toilet we talked about this.
0: Scott tissue only. Scott tissue. It should be, tissue. like, literally, you take a piece of tree bark and you, like, <laughs> wipe your ass. And it's basically you wipe your ass with your hand. <laughs> and then you flush it down the toilet. Like, it's so thin That you can actually, like, feel it on your hand. But that's what you're supposed to use. Like, I grew up on Scott Tissue. Me too. You don't use the bougie Charmin. Like, it's too thick, whatever. I was like, I knew it. I knew I shouldn't have bought that nice toilet paper. So I'm, like, saying to my kids, I'm like, whatever you guys do, just, like, pee poop and we're going back to the old toilet paper and he was like don't use those flushable wipes they're not flushable and of course my guys daughter, that's
1: important to know they say flushable it's wipes. it's not
0: flushable guys if you own
1: a home or i've always had plumbing problems in my apartment soon i use those flushable wipes sometimes so mm-hmm. that's they're not flushable. they're not flushable they're
0: not flushable and god love my daughter she totally owned up to it she's like the flushable wipes were me she's like i like to use those i'm sorry i won't use them anymore i said all right We're putting the lockdown on all of the like products here and I will throw tampons away and anybody that comes in the house, it was my tampon, of course it was. (laughs) Yeah. I think I try to blame it on someone else, but who am I going to blame it on? (laughs) (laughs) It's it's mine, obviously. So that seemed like all the plumbing was fine. Yeah, You know, everything was cool. So about a couple weeks later, the same damn problem happened and I'm like, you have to be kidding me. I just paid the plumber $500 to snake the drain out to the sidewalk. We haven't been using flushable wipes. Like what is going on? But I had to go into the office that day. And we've been kind of working off of this hybrid schedule where you can go in a couple of days and then work from home a couple of days. But I had, there was a reason I remember there was a specific reason that I had to go into the office that day. So Andy was here. I'm like, You know, keep an eye on the plumbing. I called the plumber. He's supposed to come in a little bit, but just keep an eye on this. So while I was at work, the plumber came, and the kids came home from school. And literally, the shit hit the fan. He was like- Literally. It was the same plumber. And he was like, oh, hey, how you doing? Like, what's going on? He's like, let me take a look at your, um, the trap, I guess it's called. All things I've learned now plumbing. The trap. The trap. Isn't that type of music? I know the trap for the plumbing happens to be in my pantry in the basement. And my pantry is where I have all of my snacks, where I have all of my like pots and pans, all my seltzers, all of my alcohol that I'm not using at the moment. (laughs) It's like all organized down there. So like all this food is basically in there. He goes down and opens the trap. And poop shot out of it like like a fire hydrant of shit. It went all over the pantry. Now, I'm at work. I'm getting frantic calls. That poop has exploded in the pantry. And I get a picture of it. And there was, like, shit nuggets all over the floor and tampons. Shit nuggets, wipes, and tampons. All over the floor of the pantry. So, the the kids...
1: it's I'm over. so sorry. Go. You showed me it's the picture. You said, you, said Do you know what that is? I was like, What is that mud? And you go, That's shit. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know the ship. It You're like shit. Robbie.
0: That's shit. It was literal. <laughs> I literal went. Oh shit! Shit! <laughs> shit on the pantry floor. So the kids come home from school, and like Andy goes right into triage mode. He's like, everything needs to come out of the pantry. He took everything out of the pantry and into the driveway. My daughter's job was to take the garden hose and squirt all of the poo off of all the shelving that I have in there, and him. Her and my son started fighting because they were so annoyed that they had to do any sort of hard labor. And at that point, like my boyfriend was ready to like kill somebody because there's poo all over the pantry. So my son had to get down on his hands and knees, obviously with gloves and pick up the poop nuggets and put them away. That were. All, all over the floor. I can't wait
1: to your kids to have have a podcast one day and have they to. They talk about this. this story. They
0: tell people about this. They're like, my son's like, Andy made me pick up the poop nuggets that were all over the floor. <laughs> I was picking up shit with my bare hands. Shut <laughs> up! You had gloves on. It wasn't your bare hands. You had gloves on. I came home and my house smelled like Zeus's asshole. I was like, uh, uh, "When I walked in, it was disgusting." I had to take—I want to say the next three or four days—I had to Clorox the whole thing. I um, painted the floor, I painted the walls, I painted the ceiling. I triaged the entire thing, and we are on like strict poop lockdown here. <laughs> like the the plumber was like, "You need to wipe." No, you need to poop and then flush. Then you wipe, then flush again. Like you never poop, courtesy wipe, flush. flush. You have to do a courtesy, courtesy flush. flush. I do not buy. Don't
1: say you don't fucking learn things on this <laughs> podcast because you are learning.
0: Courtesy flush, people. Courtesy flush. Yeah. Poop, flush, wipe, wipe flush. flush. No of the, no more wet wipes. No they, bougie toilet paper. No bougie toilet paper. You shouldn't be paper. wiping your
1: ass with a fucking bed comfort. No,
0: and you shouldn't be doing like a fifty-fifty ticket either yeah. with that. <laughs> with that an toilet paper. An arm's leg for ten bucks. <laughs> like an arm's <laughs> length. You're like Or like a mummy hand.
1: Sometimes you like wipe and wipe and wipe, and it just keeps not going anywhere. It's
0: like still there. I'm yeah. like, are you kidding me? Yeah. I,
1: sometimes I'm like, you know what? I'm done. Whatever's left in there is just going to stick around the next time I poop. It's going to hang out.
0: It's going to hang hang out out. and stay. But now when I walk into that pantry, I'm like, look at this. Like, it is so beautiful. Everybody's kept it really clean because we all know what it was. Yeah. Like, not so long ago. But it was one of the... uh, Never forget. (laughs) it's right. It was one of the most traumatizing things I've ever been through as a homeowner. It was... Fucking disgusting. If I never have to do that again, it'll be too soon. Like literal nuggets. Like poo nuggets you know, Amy, on the floor. We started
1: this episode with me dying <laughs> eating a guy's ass. And we've ended with your son picking up shit off the floor.
0: With his spare hands, I in would gloves. call that
1: a great arc. And it's amazing we didn't script this.
0: We didn't script we any script of this. this. And the fact that this even happened to me and the fact that I fixed it all and I didn't pay someone to come into my house and like Paint my pantry. Like, I literally did it all by myself. I got up on a ladder. I did the ceiling. I It, it looks so clean. I even have a little, like, Febreze air freshener in there. So it's, like, fresh. It's, like, really nice. Because I felt like I smelled shit for, like, two weeks after that. <laughs> like, I swear I can still ghost smell shit. it. Yeah, shit. it was ghost shit. I was, like, <laughs> every time I came in the house, I was, like... Does my house smell like shit? Like, You're
1: I, the Bay Brown of ghost shit.
0: Oh, that's exactly what it was. So Sam Wheat! Oh, I mean, <laughs> I, it, it's so much better than it was before, but that was very traumatizing. So, yeah. poo-poo pantry, for poo sure. Poo-poo pantry. The poo-poo pantry. What
1: a, you know what? That's just part one here. We've got two more parts coming up, guys.
0: There's so and much. And they actually
1: get better. We've already mapped this out. We did yeah. map it out. I'm really proud of the work we've done.
0: I'm um, proud of the work we've done, too. So what, we did do, what did we call this first episode? A, a New, new hope. hope. Oh, A New Hope. Yes. Yeah,
1: A New Hope. I... I you know you cleaned up the shit in your life? I did. And I I met I a got Scottish rid of the guy. old shit.
0: I, I I did a cleanse. You met somebody yeah. like you didn't want to do something and the universe kind of like rewarded you yeah. and uh, the worlds align like you did yoga. Like what is happening? I
1: did yoga. It
0: did in the past. He's not doing yoga. He's just in downward the- dog. The-
1: <laughs> this was fun. I'm glad we're back. Me too. I hope you guys had fun again.
0: I know I hope we're making you laugh and smile because that's the whole point of this. This
1: drink's empty, so we should probably go.
0: Yeah, and get a dessert. Ooh, Snickers
1: ice cream bar. Yay! I'm going to ship my pants. <laughs> Thank you all so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. Please subscribe and like and download and tell your friends.
0: This is Amy Cannon.
1: And this is Robbie Eiker reminding you to litter
0: and be gay. And be gay.
1: And now it's too fucking soft. <laughs> Hold on.
0: Technical difficulties.
1: Okay, I think that's better. Okay. Hello. Hello. Okay. <laughs> it's been a long time. <laughs>